on this episode of The Playbook. I have Superman, that's right, Brandon Routh, and we're going to talk about what Superman and Templeton Rye Whiskey have in common. Join me for all of this and more on The Playbook. This is Entrepreneurs The Playbook, where each week I bring you some of the greatest athletes, celebrities, and entrepreneurs to talk about their personal and professional playbook to success and what made them champions on the field and in the boardroom. I'm your host, David Meltzer. And I have a super entrepreneur, Brandon Routh. Uh, everybody knows he's an extraordinary actor, but he's also an entrepreneur and working and helping entrepreneurs as well with Templeton Distilleries and their Entrepreneurs Grant Program. Uh, Brandon, welcome to The Playbook. Yeah, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Well, we were talking about how circumstances change in our careers and you know, I was looking back going, I don't know how I've done 800 of these things and uh, teasing you that this is editable since you're such a consummate professional. Uh, but on the other side, I'm always amazed how many uh, actors, celebrities, entertainers are involved in entrepreneurship. And so my first question is, you know, what is it about entrepreneurship that you have a passion for? Because obviously, you know, acting is a passion. And you have to love it to do it. Um, I feel the same way about entrepreneurship. What is it that you love about entrepreneurship to get you so involved? Well, you know, I, I think that first of all, my business is my business, and I am my own. I am my own business, um, and I'm the one motivating myself to to do better, to learn the skills that I need to do, uh, motivate myself to, to move out of a small town in Iowa to come out here and, and to continue. Uh, doing this in order to, 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 to do that, you really have to kind of believe in yourself. Um, and some of that is, uh, uh, it's just blind faith, I guess, uh, to a degree. Um, and so I admire anyone who has that uh, within them to, to take that chance um, to see a future that isn't there, um, but see the potential for it and create, uh, create the path to, to bring that future into 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 the real material world um and i think the cool thing about templeton is yes they're from iowa uh and and proud of uh very proud of of, of people and businesses that are doing good things and coming out of iowa um and the fact that at this time they're investing you know um through these through these this grant in in small businesses i think is a really powerful thing to help kickstart um small businesses that are that have largely i'm sure been uh, affected negatively through through quarantine and, and everything that's been happening you know growing up in iowa you went to university of iowa there's so many of my friends that uh are you know making their mark on the world world including some of your you know uh joint judges like hill harper uh and, yeah. and others that i know um but what do you think it is about places like Iowa um, that create a certain value or perspective? I think you even played high school soccer against a, another great actor, uh, Jason Momoa, who played Aquaman. He's got Superman and Aquaman both playing soccer together in Iowa. This is, you know, the world we're living in, obviously. But, you know, what are some of the core values growing up and in, in being uh, a Hawkeye that you've carried over that you think have helped you. I'm, I'm from Akron, Ohio, and, you know, we uh -huh. have Steph Curry, LeBron James, and I, sure. I take pride in, 
kind of that acronite attitude and values. What are some of those values that you grew up with that you think have helped all these great people from Iowa? I think, I think compassion um, and compassion for, for your neighbor um, is something that I, that I, you know, maybe call it the golden rule um, and treat, treat others how, how you choose to be treated. Now, not everyone is going to represent that, but that's one of the things that I, that I took um, from my upbringing in, in Iowa. And I think one of the qualities is uh, maybe a little bit of, I don't know if people would think of this as a positive quality necessarily, but, but naivete uh, that I had when coming out here because I was definitely um, protected um, from a lot of the challenges of life. And I didn't see uh, different perspectives of life, um, which maybe would have made me have a more negative um, uh, or, or less optimistic approach to life because uh, I was a little bit uh, protected, like, uh, shall I say. And other people in other parts of the world in the United States had a much more challenging upbringing. Um, so with that naivete, uh, I was able to dream more and, and think maybe my dream was a possibility. Um, it's an Iowa quality, but, but it is it is a cult that is an aspect of community. It, it's interesting that you use the word dream because you know so many dreams are shattered in acting as well as entrepreneurship because people I think uh, don't realize how much work is involved in making a dream come true and how much patience uh, is involved. You know, I've blessed later on in my career to be involved in my own movies and TV shows and. Uh, everyone is so excited and I'm a very impatient person coming from more the business aspect of getting things done quickly. And when I did, you know, my first show that I was actually in, I could not even fathom how slowly things happen and how much pace. I mean, it is serious, but not only, you know, filming takes a long time, but to get to the point where you have an opportunity and, you know, you graduated in 99, left for New York, like a typical uh, dreamer. Uh, you know, to be this great actor and everyone, you know, sees you in 2004 as instant celebrity for being Superman in Superman Returns. But, you know, there was four or five long years of rejection, uh, you know, being an extra, being told you'll never make it. I'm sure even in Iowa, some of your family and friends uh, may have told you, hey, maybe it's time to get a real job. Uh, and what people don't know about entrepreneurship, because it's a little bit more uh, sexy these days, but, you know, back when I was growing up, if you told people you were an entrepreneur, you might as well told them that you were an actor because their next question was, oh, you wait tables. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you think it is that subtle success, that spirit of excellence that allows you not only to be patient enough to, you know, evolve your craft and opportunities, but persistent enough to stay with it while you're waiting for it all to happen? A lot of things. Um... I, I think that you have to be okay with rejection or you have to learn to be okay with rejection because no matter what business you're in, it's going to happen in life. It happens uh, uh, to a larger degree, maybe as an actor, as an entrepreneur told no, whether it's the bank or investors or who saying no, customers saying no, we don't want this yet, this product, uh, continually being told no, but, but a belief in self and a belief in the possibility of yourself and, and, and the goal that you have. 
um, is, a, is a part of it. I think vulnerability is important. I didn't know it at the time, but being, being vulnerable enough to go, oh, so I'm getting rejected. And then being able to look at it and say, what can I do differently? I, I made this mistake. Now, how do I change so that I, I don't make the same mistake again? And that's been something I've taken me a long time to learn. I think it would have been further along in my career had I been able to, to do that, have that self-awareness and introspection and, and say, oh, I made a mistake here. It's not the other person. Or even if it isn't the other person, is there still something that I can change? How can I improve? Um, that's a big thing. And, and then just realizing that that the mistakes that you make are opportunities to, to grow and to learn from them. And you get to be upset, but after that period of being upset that you made a mistake or somebody made a mistake, uh, it's time to kind of move past that and see how that's an opportunity to, to learn something new that you didn't understand about your business or yourself before. And, you know, you guys uh, with Tepetin Distillery, their, their grant program and, uh, you know, being one of the panelists, you're going to have to reject a lot of people because there's going to be so many people. It started in May, I think May 10th. It'll run through next year, July 11th. Yeah. Uh, and you guys, I think, will announce the winners next August. Um, you know, what's it like being on the other side of the table, you know, being a panelist and being someone who has to be able to, you know, say no to some and uh, say yes, yes to the select few. Uh, how do you handle that role after being a victim of judgment and condition for so long. Yeah, well, contest um, entries uh, are accepted until until July 11th of this year. Um, for anybody watching you. Oh, this year, yeah. This year, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that aspect of it. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I think it's when, when preparation meets opportunity is something that kind of is a, is a saying that, that I often think of. Um, and, uh, I, I feel like in this instance, there's an opportunity to, to help, uh, uh, a business here in a, in a, and look at the, what the business is doing in a different way than maybe we would, we, we would have in the past. I and mean, I'm really looking at, at we'll be looking at, at companies who are looking to make, um, an impact, uh, socially. Um, you know, I think that's really important for me. There's been a lot of social upheaval and change in the last year and a half, uh, important change. Um, and art, I've become uh, into better understanding of how, how important art is and the art that I do, and how important uh, movies and television are for helping shift the so social agenda and social awareness of the world. And I think companies who have an eye toward that um, are, are really what I'm going to be looking uh, for, that's what I'm going to be looking for in, in, in awarding this. And, um, you know, how does that do with rejection? I don't know, but it's part of it, you know, it's part of, it's part of the job uh, of being an entrepreneur. Um, and uh, I, <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah, no, it's fine. And, and you know, to, to that matter too, uh, it seems as if you use gratitude uh, to help you as one door often closes on entrepreneurs and on actors, another one opens. And I always say that those pains, the setbacks, the failures, the mistakes, the rejection that we receive, I've always had kind of the top to miss Midwest attitude as well of, hey, this is just pushing me to something better. 
And, you know, I look to your career and, you know, you're sitting on top of the world and then moving on from Superman, there must've been a void or, you know, a fear that exists, but you and your fan base just keep growing into bigger and better projects. And the impact that you can have through the successes, continual successes that you have is even greater. Um, where has that evolved for you, the understanding as we look back through the successes and failures to gain that gracious confidence that, look, nothing's forever, but when one door closes, another one's going to open. Yeah, you know, I think life is about ebb and flow. You're, you know, seasons change. Change is always happening. There's nothing sure about life except for change or whatever that. Right. Something. I always say no, nobody likes change except for a wet baby. <laughs> yeah. And then you must change. You must right. change that. Um, you know, nobody's on top forever. No sports team is on top forever. They always have, uh, they rain, they rain for a little bit and then they lose and they come down, uh, back to the real world. No actor is on top of their game, uh, forever. Um, and I've absolutely had my challenges, successes and challenges. And I've learned more from, from the challenges, uh, and grown more as an individual from those hard times. And there have been many. Um, you know, there are a few Brad Pitts and Tom Hanks, uh, especially these days, they're even fewer and far between. Um, so the life of an actor is not one of consistency um, and stability necessarily. You have to spend your money wisely. You have to uh, be frugal at some point and understand that when people think you have all this money or you have all this success, you have this happiness, that's an image that everyone wants to project on you, but you have to know that and not, not be tricked by that either. Like, you know, it's easy to fall into what other people see of you also, and then not live in reality. So I think it's the continual self-awareness, um, checking in with yourself and, and being vulnerable, um, again, to change and knowing that even in the hard times, there will, there's a cycle. It's a cycle to, to everything. And, and just in this, you know, with, with quarantine and, and COVID-19 and everything, um, there was not a lot of work happening. Productions were shutting down and those that were up, you know, it was a very tenuous uh, situation. Uh, you get through periods of like, will I ever work again? Or will I get the job that I want? You know, there are a lot of jobs, but is it something that's fulfilling to me? Um, and so I go through cycles with my wife of, of us coming together and having like a, a prosperity meeting which where we check in it's not a not a thing we haven't really labeled it a thing but that actually is a thing we should name it that because that's what happens <laughs> you know what we have to stop thinking uh out of lack and living in lack and live in gratitude and prosperity and be thankful and say um, thank you universe god we're appreciative of the jobs that are coming to us here now even as we speak these words there it's coming to us and as soon as we do that kind of thing or we make an investment in our house that we don't necessarily have we know it's going to benefit our our emotional uh and spiritual selves even though it may be a little bit of a, a risk financially if it's an investment in ourselves we find that then that brings prosperity because we're investing and saying we are we believe in ourselves we believe in um the energy of, of, uh, of the energy of a lot of attraction and all those kind of things. Yeah, you're talking my language. I always say that's a 
create a void for the universe to fill because the universe is much more exact and reliable than human beings. And so yeah. many times we try to oversell back and sell and manipulate or control things instead of just trusting. I always say faith is the ultimate GPS, right? Not only will it reroute us when we're moving in the wrong direction, but it'll actually change the destination to a better place for us, uh, which would be really nice in a car to have. Um, you have yeah. a very diverse fan base. You know, obviously probably why Ralph uh, was uh, so uh, excited to have you um, on board uh, because obviously with what you're doing um, for entrepreneurs, with entrepreneurs, and, you know, let's not discount the extraordinary product uh, that Templeton produces. Um, right. Big fan, drinking responsibly, of course. Yes. <laughs> um, now, are you, is there one of the particular, uh, I have several different uh flavors or distilled products here with me is there one that uh, favorite over another uh as far as what templeton produces yeah yeah um, you know i've i've just been so far i've just been uh working on the and haven't had too much of the of the 10 the 10 year reserve um which i think is the 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 new yeah. new lovely um <laughs> product and you know i don't drink a lot of um, in the past, I haven't had a lot of uh, rye whiskey, um, so it's been an exploration for me. Um, I don't. Dr I'm not. A, I'm not a huge drinker um, these days. Um, but when I do, I do like something clean. Um, when I'm when I'm working to be healthy, <laughs> I'm not drinking <laughs> beers anymore. Uh, I'm drinking straight straight liquor, whatever it is. Um, and so I've really appreciated um, what Templeton's done and. and being able to 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 learn uh and and explore the great the great stuff that temple is doing so I, i'm i'm really liking this one i haven't opened up the other ones yet yeah i'm gonna open up that one i had the six year i was saving the 10 year for more of a special occasion and i like you i like to sip alcohol on ice no mixers and i will tell you templeton was extraordinary also in benefit of, of whiskey itself, I meet a bunch of people over a hundred years old. And my favorite question is always, what's the secret to life? And invariably, besides, you know, being happy, you know, making humor, there's always something about being happy in there. The other one is uh, people who live over a hundred seem to have one drink a day. Uh, mm. And it's whiskey uh, is one of those things. Tequila and whiskey seem to be the most common things to keep us alive in moderation. So uh, take care. My other, my other favorite these days. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's something about, you know, it's the alcohol. It's, you know, it, it, just like drinking hot tea. Uh, hot tea once a day is also one of those things that's good because it's, it's, it's killing bacteria that may be present in your mouth, that kind of thing. And I, this would be, have a similar effect of killing bacteria. <laughs> Exactly. Much, much more pleasant than, much more present than Listerine. I'll tell you that though. And you're going to be selecting three small businesses, $10,000 each July 11th will be the end of the competition and the winners will be announced in August. Uh, what's your newest project that you're working on? Is it the rookie? I finished uh, the rookie um, season three of the rookie, which was a, a great opportunity, very challenging character for me to play um, being a, a, a pretty racist uh, uh, police right. officer. Um, but I think it was an opportunity to really bring to light some important social uh, issues. And, and uh, I'm really happy with how they, how the production and the writers uh, handled the, the storyline and excited to be a part of that. And I've got a few things lined up that I, I can't quite um, 
talk about yet but uh well we're excited always to see the latest and greatest and i i know as a distant relative to franklin d roosevelt you have presidential things in store for us you are in a spirit of excellence so it must be from generation handed down to success and you and your wife only deserve great blessings thank you for all you're doing to impact the world through your acting, but now even through entrepreneurship, supporting your local companies with Templeton as well. Uh, just really a pleasure to have you. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Playbook as much as me. On a personal note, I just wanted to thank everyone for making The Playbook such a success. Don't forget to continue it by sharing, subscribing, and listening to your favorite episodes. This is Dave Meltzer with The Playbook.